0: Welcome to the Sport Cradic Show episode one oh five slash Keys to the Game podcast, episode four. It's the co lab finally happens. Welcome JT and Mike and th- yeah, thanks for coming on. We're gonna be answering a few MBA related questions. And uh, yeah Aiden here yeah, as well. So yeah, to the guest, Keys to the Game podcast, JT and Mike, um how how are you finding it so far recording podcasts and stuff?
1: it's fun.
0: Yeah, it's, it's cool things. Yeah, you find you're getting into like the right gear like, it takes a little while just to warm up hey, and um, you know keep, get the conversation flowing it's it, it's a skill oh,
1: like, It's a good 10 to 15 minute warm up probably Yeah,
2: Yeah, we're, we're well practiced though we've got many years of um, <laughs> MBA based phone calls, so really we just <laughs> press the record button so we've got plenty of reps actually
0: so we're looking forward to the keys of the game, uh, lost tapes. Ooh, <laughs> we'll <put> it out. <laughs> it'll,
2: it'll
1: just be everyone laughing at me.
0: <laughs> just be like James Harden slanderer this constantly.
3: Oh yeah! No. Oh no doubt about that. <laughs>
0: yeah. Um, Aiden, how are you, mate?
3: Yeah, good. Fuck like Carl Malone. Yeah, 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 right away. There you go. No Get questions. <laughs> yeah yeah no that's I, that was that was my submission for the question fuck calm and up. rightly so right yeah yeah well and frank kaminsky um, too.
0: don't don't forget about him
3: oh yeah, yeah. fuck that t-rex arm <laughs> but the one good thing i can say about frank kaminsky is he didn't impregnate a child so he's got that going for
0: him yeah well <laughs> he probably couldn't grab her with his short arms so okay oh yeah we better not get into ricky Gervais yeah, trouble there, here but... We'll yeah, we'll yeah, get, <laughs> we'll get back on this. Huh? It's, yeah, it's yeah. a fine line. Let's talk some NBA, boys. Um, so we NBA mailbag tonight. We've got a few questions. We're going go to go do it, go through, and um, we'll kick it off with uh, Donovan. Shout out Don. A good, a good game tonight, mate. I heard. Um, he wants our picks for the rest of the conference finals, and then who goes on to win it all. Michael, start with you mate who who are you picking to go through, and who are your finals picks
2: yeah yeah i I saw that one I think well, I guess if you start off with today's there is the Celtics in the heat i I mean I think Celtics will finish it off in game six easily and and go through, and on the other side i I think Golden State again will take it fairly easily in game five, and I was saying to j t last week that i that you know that was the pick at the time as well and I think that Boston will take it four two against Golden State. That's my pick.
0: Nice. I like it. I mean the Mavs to come back, yeah, I mean surely not, eh? But you never know. You never know. Um Luca just yeah playing like a beast. Um JT, your picks? Miami to come back and be Boston I presume? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. No, uh, I think this series is done. The game in Boston, I think Miami is, Mike said a bit earlier that they're just ready to fold, and there's not much they can do about it. And I think the game tomorrow, Dallas Golden State, it's it's game over for Dallas. Yeah. So then I'd have, I'd probably go with Mike's pick of four two Celtics
3: against Warriors in the final. Nice, Uh,
0: Aiden
3: yeah i uh i picked Miami before the series um i just yeah i i mean Boston's been on fire at, since the start of the calendar year like they've probably been the best team in the entire league, uh, especially with how phoenix bowed out um but i I don't know i just had had this had this this you know i had to go with my gut for the heat but i yeah they there's something up they're not they're not quite themselves um so yeah i'm'm I'm, I'm going both series finishing on the next game as well. Um, and I hope Boston win because Warriors fans have become unbearable again. Like, they're <laughs> so fucking annoying. Um, I, I give Boston fans it uh, a lot. JT will, will know that. Um, yeah, but, Golden but State fans are insufferable. They're, they're insufferable. They're nearly as bad as Lakers fans. Ooh, like, that's... Im- imagine Ooh, tough having, ball. imagine. <laughs> having the gall to complain that draymond green doesn't get foul calls (laughs) like you gotta be fucking blind
0: when's draymond um taking the ball to the hoop like you know how's draymond getting in position to like get fouls called on
3: he had a massive dunk yesterday right down the middle
0: yeah doesn't happen much
3: But, but also you gotta talk about how like he gets away with so much shit like there's no one else. Maybe LeBron's the only other player that could literally scream at a ref and not get teed up. Yeah. Um that's, and then that's yeah, like, there's the thing where he basically got Stevie in an arm block and dragged him down and got a foul, like they called a foul on Stevie in the previous series. Yeah, and I yeah, that one. yeah. And Warriors fans are like, Yeah, the refs hate us. No, they fucking The Refs don't, don't hate them. them. Was it yeah. was it game two
2: where um, I remember the the espn commentators on oh no, the TNT, might have been the TNT ones, were just saying he's just it's almost like the refs, refs have just decided they're not going to call anything on he, he's just saying yeah. anything. Mm-hmm. He was yeah. out of control, he was he got teed up, um, he was sort of thr- saying all sorts of stuff, he was like yeah. in their faces, he was clearly swearing and all sorts. And the refs just turned a blind eye, could have been kicked out. Ages ago. I think it was game two. Was just, And he's sort of dialed yeah. it back in a couple of games since. But that game two was about as bad as I've ever seen him. Hmm.
3: Even Warriors fans on Twitter were saying, maybe Draymond should calm down a bit. <laughs> like That's, how, that's how nuts he was going. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, maybe, maybe not all of them, but a couple of them were. Um, but, yeah, so, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm picking Boston purely because I don't want Golden State to win.
0: It's always good to see another team win, even though Boston have won you know have won well, the most in well, NBA history.
3: Another another good thing about Boston potentially winning is maybe people stop fucking overrating Doc Rivers because he won a title for them. <laughs> Do people like, still rate him? Yes. At all he got voted as like one of the top fifteen coaches of all time. Oh, that was crazy. If you, it was you a read bit the of a list, list of names, stuff. it was like he's, he's legend, not even legend, legend, legend. Yeah. Doc Rivers. He's not even a top 15 coach in the league right now. Correct. Like, it's... Yeah, no, he's the most overrated coach in history. Uh, Fuck it. Uh, Yeah, so that's another reason I want Boston to win. Fuck the Warriors, fuck Doc Rivers.
0: Boston is the only team to have a winning record against the Warriors in the past five years. They they match up really well against the Warriors. You Mm. you know, you look at how they play their defense this, this year. They just always match up well. Like, Smart's always you know, harass Curry and the and Horford, you know, he Horford is like he's not the perfect guy to play against Draymond. You know, Draymond's smarts on offense, which people don't really talk about as much. They focus more on his defense. But Horford's what is one of those cerebral players that can really sort of see what Draymond's up to. So I think mm. those those things there was smart obviously too on defense just yeah, they just harass the warriors. It's um I remember it was quite a few years back when, I, like, this is the KD Warriors and yeah, the Celtics. I think there was the one like when they went into Golden State, Oakland, and um, beat them. Mm, so,
4: yeah,
0: yeah, I, I think it'll be a good series if those two teams go through. That's my pick. That's my pick too. I, I've got to go. With you guys too. It's uh, the Warriors and, and the Celtics. I mean, for the Mavs to come back and win another three here is just gonna would be insane. Biggest comeback ever.
1: Well, ever. Literally ever, which, which Golden State, literally, literally um, well, yeah. yeah, Golden
2: State's been
3: there.
1: Yeah,
2: well, not quite I mean, it's, what was it? Owen, one hundred and
3: forty. Yeah, when teams like have been up three 0 Yeah, one forty-three or one forty-six, something like that. Yeah,
2: yeah, something like that. Eh? It was some crazy yeah. number. Yeah, just. Oh, like, I would
3: the... love for the Warriors to be the first one there though. I would love it.
0: Yeah, I would like to see Lukey go through too.
3: But it's oh, it's not going to happen man. though, because Dallas says like Luca's got. No help. I mean, there's Jalen Brunson, and that's a. It's
0: it's, it's been strange. Like, it's, it's re- does it doesn't really come down to like Reggie Bullock and Finney Smith, and these dudes hitting their three points, three point it's shots. Like, like, they
3: haven't had Hardaway Junior. better part of, of this uh, second mm. half of the season as well. He would have made a a little difference. I don't think he'd be the difference in sending the Mavericks through to the finals. So. No, not to that. I mean, known. who knows? Maybe if he if he if he was super hot, then maybe.
2: We'll get
0: to a question that we've got later on more about the Mavs. I think we can talk about that a bit, actually, um, coming up soon. Oh, so,
3: so, real quick, so my boy's question was actually, I think I wrote it out wrong. He wanted to know our picks for the, you know, how they're bringing in the conference finals MVPs. Oh, yes. Oh, okay. He, he, wanted, he wanted our picks for those. But uh, it's good to talk about the winners and everything as well. Um, you, yeah, what so, about one from I,
1: each team, then.
3: Yep. Yeah.
0: Go for it, JT, if you got.
1: So I've got, <sighs> I actually don't feel bad about saying this, but I have Andrew Wiggins if they go through. Mm. Well, I like could... it. Uh, be,
3: uh, that's kind of who I'd pick as well. It'd be fucking hilarious if Steph doesn't get it again. <laughs> doesn't get this one right. either. I don't think that. He should get it. But... And...
0: And... Imagine Wiggins winning the finals MVP if, say, if the Warriors go through and win it. Man, Andrew Wiggins final MVP.
3: It just doesn't sound right to me, but that's that's right. Well, neither does Andre Iguodala finals in. Ah, uh, he
1: deserved that. Uh, he yeah, I'm in that camp of he definitely deserved yeah,
3: that. I know. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm not, you I'm not tell like game three. But, I'm not saying he didn't, but it just sounds weird. Oh,
2: right, right, right. Especially yeah, it when you,
3: weird. when you when you think about the type of player he is on Golden State.
0: Yeah. Facilitator. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so, even then, I mean but he's playing a lot more minutes obviously.
1: So I'd I have Wiggins we'll from Golden State, Orford from the Celtics, I'd nice. have Luca from the Mavericks, and
4: yeah, I well, don't any, have anyone, anyone from,
0: from <laughs> Ola Depot. Yeah. Uh, Mike, who, who are you
2: going with? To... Um, yeah, I. I feel like on the Warriors, it is down to Curry or Wiggins. I just think what hurts Wiggins is there, there might be a couple of games where he just has 10 or 30, 10 or 12 points, something like that. Might bring his averages down a little. So I would still roll with Curry. But um, also be
1: Boston. a primary defender on Luca. Hmm.
2: Yeah. Are oh, um, you saying like a, a sort of MVP for the West? Uh, before the finals option. I see what you mean. Yeah. West well, based, well yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. No, I, and if that's the case, then for this series, just assume that the next game sort of goes similar. You know what? I would pick Wiggins. I mean, to say I would lean more towards Curry in the finals, but at the stage for this series, I'm picking Wiggins. Yeah. And the, on the other side, it's a little tougher. Gosh, I, I'm going Jalen Brown for this series. Um, Had a nice little game today. Yeah, yeah. And if they make it through, and I have picked Boston for the, you know, to win it 4 2, my pick would be Tatum. I think he'd, I I just feel like the type of season that he's had, he'd step it up and he'd be pretty consistent. I think I know he's got a bit of a shoulder issue, which does worry me. But um, if I had to pick a finals MVP in Boston versus Golden State, I'll roll with Tatum.
0: Nice. Um, do you have a pick for while well, the Mavs would be Luca too? Or?
2: Yeah, I mean, that sort of goes not going to be outside. anyone else. <laughs> no, no, there's just nobody else. I do a couple of guys who <laughs> played reasonably nicely. Um, it's Luca, But even for Miami, uh, it's, it's, you know, tough. for me, it's PJ Tucker. It's PJ Tucker. Mm. Yeah, for me.
0: He's definitely had the most consistent series out of all the Heat players.
2: And he hasn't given up. Not to say that they've given up, but he's just still going hard like he always. So, and he's had a couple of, like, almost random, well, not really an explosion for PJ Tucker, but a couple of games where he's been a bit more than you'd expect. So, he's been a bit frisky. He's gone a
3: little, you yeah, exactly. He's gone a little frisky in a couple of games.
4: <laughs>
0: uh, Aiden, for you?
3: Yeah, um, I was actually leaning either Wiggins or Slip as well um, for the Warriors. Uh, the Mavericks would be Luke, without a doubt. He's carrying that team. Um uh, the, the Heat yeah, the Heat one's tough. Uh I'd kind of lean Bam, even though two of his games have actually been stinkers. But Miami's just been real inconsistent. And Boston, I was actually leaning Jalen Brown as well. Um I do like the Horford pick though. But if if in the finals again, I, I would also uh I like Michael's reasoning. I think Tatum steps up.
0: Yeah, so so for me for the conference picks I'd I'd go with Tatum. Yeah. I think for me what's most impressed me about him is his facilitating his passing, which was lacking in, in the past, I think. And he's he's reading the game a lot better. Even though there was the one game <clears throat> which he looked terrible, um two. Was that the big bam game or was it game two? Can't remember now. But yeah, his his passing for me has just been really good. I've enjoyed that part of his game. But I think it's just across the whole team. eh? Like, as you said, Horford, JT, like, great series. Jalen Brown, too. Um, Robert Williams has made a massive impact as well. Um,
1: Certainly has.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, as a unit, this Boston team is looking really, Mm -hmm. really good.
1: Derek White, finding some form. Now he has his uh, first son in the world. He played so well today.
3: Yeah, new dad energy. Yeah.
0: Yeah, good to see. Yeah. I, I liked that trade when that went down. I was like, "No, nah, this is a good pick." Like
3: they fucking robbed the Spurs. Was
0: it was yeah. some... a Richardson
3: and and a pick, wasn't it? Mm. Oh, and First... Carson Edwards. Yeah, yeah he yeah, ended yeah. up on
0: the Pistons.
1: <laughs> and actually, in the G League now, was he overseas?
0: No, he, he ended up on playing a few games for the Pistons at the end there, Carson Edwards. I think, we signed him out of the G League.
1: He's got legs like a nicely bowed cricket bat. <laughs> He's a I little young, so
2: he didn't he hit like nine threes or something in a pre season game or the summer league and everybody got really excited. Yeah. Yeah. And then nothing ever happened after. <laughs> yeah,
0: pretty much. Um Miami, I'm gonna go with PJ Tucker two. Definitely yes. the most consistent defense. Um hitting some shots too. So yeah, up and down I mean, it would be Butler, but man, Since that injury just what the hell? Um Luca for the Mavs and Warriors, yeah, that's a that's a toughie between Wiggins and Curry. For me, look, Wiggins is yeah, as you say, JT, the assignment on Luca has to be taken into consideration for you know, that, that's a worthy assignment. Like <laughs> you got
1: only, the thing to... I, only thing I hold against him is that I never thought I'd see another bus play player alive. Shoot as slow or just a tad faster than Kyle Anderson.
4: Yeah, when he's like, on set
1: jump shots. Yeah, it's like yawn, white apple,
0: wind up shot.
2: Yeah. It's pedestrian. You know what? I I have to I got to hand it to Wiggins because if you had told me in twenty seventeen the phrase oh Wiggins or Curry is a tough choice was going to be entered in two thousand and
3: twenty two. <laughs> yeah, I would have hung up. <laughs> I would have thought
2: you were talking about, about five, Seth Curry or something. Yeah, yeah, we're like, see, yeah, exactly. Del Seth Curry, Curry no, age fifty-five. Steve, yeah, yeah, but here we are. Like, you got to hand it to him. It's crazy <clears> that <throat> this is this has occurred, but it's it's
3: legit. Yeah,
0: and they're dunked too. Ooh, that a oh, it was. Oh my
3: goodness. that was, that was a bogus one. ass call, man. Oh, that was so stupid. Like, I'm so glad I got over it. Even, even, yeah. Like, even even if it is an offensive foul, you just don't make that fucking call on a play like that. I'm still mad about the, the Anthony Edwards one being called for a charge. Oh, that was not. That replay no. just pisses me off now watching
4: that.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was the best dunk. I think when we picked our dunk of the year I and we talked yeah. about that one, and, uh, yeah, man, what a travesty that was taken away.
1: At least they didn't call an offensive foul on Watanabe, on the Watanabe <laughs> dunk yeah. that Edwards yeah. did as well.
0: Yeah, that was a goodie too. Um, I think it was on Gabe Vincent, too, that Edward yeah, stuck. I think. it was. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> and they um, love calling offensive fouls and, and replays. They
4: yeah.
0: love it. Yeah, you're not a fan. Not a fan. Um. Yeah, Miami. I just want to quick, have a quick talk about Miami. We were talking about it before. Jimmy Butler, like, I think this is an interesting point, Mike, which you brought up, which we were yawning about before the podcast started, like, is it just the injury of him? Like he's changed and, and it seems like the whole temperament of the whole of the squad itself has changed. What, like what's happened, man, since that injury, like, as I we was saying, like he's still got that explosiveness. He, he was creating space and and getting t- towards the rim too, but he just was hesitating on shots and stuff. And, and then they were just reading his passes. It just wasn't the Jimmy Butler we've, we've seen, like just the game before that injury, like that, Game itself, like what's
1: maybe people aren't buying his coffee.
0: <laughs> He's just like, fuck, I'm out, I'm out Yeah, it could be. I don't know, God, what's what's going on?
2: Well, I find it found it a little weird, just the body language, and like I was saying to you guys before, we were talking about it. Yeah, and like his interactions just seem a bit off to me. Um, and even going back to that half where he just disappeared out of the game, kind of abruptly. And, and nobody really knew. Like, it wasn't obvious that there was something going on. And then it was just out for the half. And and just, there's clearly something there with the knee. I don't think there's any doubt about that. But, it, I don't know, it just maybe wonder if there was anything else going on. Because the team does seem a little off. I actually saw Butler. He really snapped it at a bio at one point in the, in the game today. And I just haven't really seen that a whole lot. I just wondered if there was anything else going on. A bit like how the Suns had a bizarro meltdown. I just wondered what was going on with Miami, if there was anything more than just a couple of these injuries. I don't know, I might be reading too much into it, but that's
0: what it looked yeah, like. Yeah, there's something there. I mean to there's me I always look, Yeah, well, I always look at Jimmy Butler. I look at his stat line for the game. And if he's not getting to the to the line, like especially the playoffs, you just know it's not really happening. Like unless there's like a one of these guys like Struis to rob, one of the shooters goes off. If, if one of these if their shooting isn't in there and Jimmy's knocking to the line, they're they're basically
2: done. Well, the eighty-two and eighty points in the last two games—that's exactly right. Totally agree. I mean, they, they, if that's not happening, they're not happening.
1: That's early two-thousands yeah. playoff score.
0: Yeah, and as we were saying too, at least those were dog fights, but these—this is just just bad shots and just missing shots. And I mean, I didn't catch all the game today, but as you guys were saying, like just a. Terrible, like air from Lowry, and oh man, it's just oh, turning
1: into, into
0: a mess all of a sudden. I think though.
1: the Heat's backcourt for the second game in a row went scoreless in the first half combined. Yeah, that's crazy. And that
0: for the starting five in the playoffs, too, the lowest ever total points ever. Um, they tracking since 1971. Um, the starting lineup scored 18 points in the in uh, game four. Lowest since nineteen well since yes yeah, starting started.
4: How Eighteen points.
0: Starting lineup. Eighteen points. And in a in a conference finals game. That is
3: crazy. Did you well, see Tyler score. Hero? Um he, he looks like a guy that sells fake Rolexes. <laughs> did you well, see the photo of him see. today? <laughs> sells Ray brands. Not the sunglasses? Not. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or Raylex or something. Ralex watches. <laughs> <laughs> His button down shirt thing and Yeah, the, there's a yeah, lot the there's look, a lot going on there. Yeah, the look was not a good one.
0: No. Something's going on in this heat team. Something's going on. Um we'll move on um into some questions. Uh question from CJ here. This is about the draft. So we're moving on from the playoffs here. Who's picking who in the draft? And we've got a quick question from John too, who goes one to four in the draft. So let's just go a quick go around Aiden. I'll start with you on this one. Um we might as well just go yeah. one through four. Um
3: yeah. I think
0: to the top four here.
3: I think the one to three is is locked in terms of who is getting picked, but just the order. Um but people that are saying that the Magic shouldn't take Chet Holmgrim because they have Mo Bumba is it's kind of like you don't not take Someone with the potential of Chet. For I love Mo Bamba, but you don't not take a guy like Chet for someone like Mo Bamba. It's yeah, but I think I do think that Magic end up going with like uh, probably Jabari Smith. Um, I'd say the Thunder probably take Chet. Uh, Paolo will go third. Uh, Fourth, uh, I I don't know. Interesting. Yeah, I, I don't know a lot about the draft class. If I'm being completely honest um it sounds like the Kings want to trade down um so mm. if they do i i think Jaden and ivy is probably the fourth pick but if the Kings stay in there they could surprise someone and yeah i don't, i don't know they could take someone really out there um I, yeah but i don't i don't know who but i think i'll, I'll go i'll pick Jaden and ivy just
0: jaant clone um yeah j t who who are your picks one to four JT. <laughs> yeah.
1: Sorry, I've got um I've got right. Vanchero coming in at one at Orlando. Uh, OKC taking Keegan Murray. Uh Rockets Ooh. taking Jabari Smith and King's actually taking Holmgrim and for the Pistons I I've got Jaden Ivy.
0: Yeah, I think he could be okay next to Cade. Ivy's more the scorer, so Yeah, I don't mind that if we end up getting him. What are our reasoning behind Chet falling? Is it just purely the body?
1: Uh, I just think Benchero can offer more to Orlando straight away. Scoring. Well, yeah, and sort of that that wing power forward position. Uh, That's why I think they would take him and then Keegan Murray also another sort of wing forward. Uh, for OKC because surely they roll out Giddy and Shea and then have him there or have him coming off the bench behind Dort or sort of they need a a power forward and it sort of gives them that.
0: He's What I've seen and heard of Murray is that he's going to be like his floor is high. His his ceiling might not be as high as the other guys around but you know you're going to get a good pro basketball player. So
1: yeah. And then yeah, Jabari is probably an easy pick for the Rockets. Uh if he's still there. Um unless he goes beforehand. But yeah, I think the Kings would definitely not pass on Chet. Nah, um, I don't think he... Yeah. But if I'd he know, went yeah.
0: past that I'd be surprised. I'd be really yeah. surprised.
1: Well, I know you'd be your first to line up to get a single if he fell to the Pistons.
0: Oh yeah, sure. Or him and Cade, that'd be cool.
2: Um, Mike, how about you? A little similar to Aiden. I, I, you know, coming in, I didn't know a huge amount about the um, college guys in the draft, but I had you know, watched a little bit and a little bit of watching a couple of vids, videos, YouTube stuff. I'd go Holmgren at one, roll the dice. I have Jabari Smith second, Banchero third. And I would, I, I really do like Jade and I. Um, I'd go him for probably a little bit uh, blinded by the fact that I just watch eighty-two Memphis Grizzlies games and <laughs> see the jar, <laughs> so see job. the jar stuff. Yeah, yeah. So I, I do see that. Um, I do like Keegan Murray too, but I would roll with Jaden Ivey at four. So pretty, pretty by the book for the top three. Um, sure it would be shocking if Holmgren slipped to four, but I can't quite see that. Yeah, but I'd still roll
0: with him first. Yeah, I'm going to go Jabari 1 to the Magic. I think he just complements the guards and and Franz Wagner. Um, just having that shooter, and they've always gone for these lengthy guys, you know, the guys that can't shoot. I think they're going to be like, right, we need to change our shit up, man. We need a consistent dude who can defend and is going to knock down shots. And... To me, I think they take that over Chet's potential. I think Chet could be the best player in this draft, but it's still risky, you know. it's There's still this risk factor in taking him. So I think Chet goes to two to OKC. Okay. I mean, it's, he, he'd be a presti pick, eh? Like Holmgren, like they got Pokey there, just play him in Poke in the front court and... You get mixed up, like Pogu's wife. What how tall Poku's 7-1 was is he 7-foot? And Chet 7-2, a. Man, that
2: so would be so weird to see these them out. He's two skinny white dudes. <laughs> the prank Manti.
0: <laughs> yeah, Manti.
2: <laughs> I love that
0: one, yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, Chet's just a pure OKC okay, so pick for me. I think, yeah, Presty would just have to pick him. And then, yeah, I've got Banchero going third. I think, um, yeah, him and Jalen Green locked in. I don't know how it'd work exactly, but um, I think they're both quite ball-dominant, even though Bancheri will be a bit more of a playmaker as a big, th- what I've seen and heard um, of him. The Kings is interesting. I think trading down might be a good move for them because I'm not too sure, like, I like Ivy too, but I'm not sure how, like, if they want to roll with him long-term, how he fits alongside Fox. Because um, obviously they pick Fox over, like, Halliburton. Um, I mean Davion Mitchell could work with either of them, but yeah, not sure Ivy in that backcourt with Fox. So I think I think they end up going with a guy like Murray, some guy they know like a, a sort of big wing. Uh, maybe he's too similar to Barnes, but I think Barnes won't be there for too much longer. I think of the Kings. Um yeah, so I'm picking Murray. Shaden Sharp too. It's been a bit of talk about. So he's a big, big swing. There's um Sort of like a Jalen Green, eh? But even well, not even Jalen Green, it'd be more like a I never mean, wiseman but There hasn't been he hasn't played, so but there's been talk of him, you know, just dominating in gyms and stuff, but I don't know. Um, so I think we'd go for either I don't know who who would pick out of those guys. I mean, I don't think we go Murray. I think we go Ivy or Sharp. I think we take a bit of a Troy Weaver will take a bit more of a punt. Murray's sort of a safe pick to me. I think Troy Weaver's, he'll, he'll risk a bit more, sort of that Presti linear J. So, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. But, I'm uh, looking forward to it. Hopefully we can, if Chet falls to five, I'll be stoked. So, yeah, I'll definitely get that in the, um, order that from nba.com for sure, the jersey. All right, Mav's question. From Chris Vandera. um How do the Mavs upgrade their roster? Obviously, they I think they can. What positions, potential players? Is there anyone internally added? with the young guys? I mean, you've got Josh Green, a few other young guys there. Can he hear them come in? Um, JT, I'll go do this one to you. How do the Mavs upgrade their roster? And obviously, working around Luca, which I have a question after this. Yeah, what? Type of player compliments Luca the best?
1: Someone who is quite active off the ball. Uh, someone who can give that slashing and cutting ability to open up some lanes and just ex- exploit that. Um, he doesn't really have too many of those, but I guess it's more how the offense is run. But, like, you know, let's just throw everything from behind the three point line. Um, but I think. They do need upgrades, I think. They do need someone who can pose a problem inside. Yeah. But but can also sort of, you know, maybe stretch it out to three, just so it still gives Luca room to be able to drive to the basket as well. Kick out option or you know, just holding the dunkers spot. But yeah. Other than that, I guess without uh, Hardaway being there and Yeah, I mean, they can certainly get some better wings. I I mean, that's probably what they'd be targeting. Uh, But in that, yeah, it's just subtle little changes, nothing probably too massive. Otherwise, it probably, I guess, Luca's better without another big player with him. He kind of needs a a mid-sort of tier star.
0: Yeah, now, for me, like, I'm thinking, like, how about a Miles Turner? Obviously, I think he's available. Like, can they pry Turner away from the paces? Do they, do they have, I mean, who could they trade? Could they do a harder um I don't know, maybe throwing a couple of the younger guys here to get, get like, a Miles Turner-type player? A guy, I don't know, maybe is he too similar to a poor Zingas here? Like, the Paul Zingas thing didn't really work with Luca, you know? But I, I think Miles has sort of untapped potential in and around the basket to me and he hasn't really been able to show that with the paces with guys like playing with Sabonis and um who was here before Sabonis. There was another big that he played with. Just trying to remember. Um yeah, so to me it's something like like a Miles Turner, as you say, can stretch the floor, obviously gonna play good defense and um yeah, can ho- and hopefully score inside too. Like Dwight Powell, you know, you know he's not shooting it, he's just gonna rim role, play a bit of defence in that. Kleber works for them, but I I think his best role is off the bench, which which they've been using, so yeah, to me it's like a Miles type, Miles Turner type player, which would, which would improve them. I mean, as you say, too, like they do need upgrades in the wing, even though Finney, Smith, Bullock, those guys play the right role, and Finney Smith is, especially, I think Finney Smith's a keeper here, Uh, Maybe Bullock, a bit of an upgrade. Just some his inconsistent shooting sometimes lets him down. But overall, good defense, good three and D guys. Sort of similar to Portland with Aminu and Harkless a few years ago to me. Finney Smith Bullock, you know, a ball dominant guards with just three and D wings around. So, it's working. It's got them this far. But yeah, what's the next step? And to me, it's like a Miles Turner type player. Aiden, do you have anyone in mind, which the Mavs could go to? Yeah, I
3: don't. I don't know if they have what it takes to get a turn. I don't know what their draft pick situation is or how many picks they'd be willing to to give away for a guy who I believe is going to be expiring. Um, but the one I had in mind, and, and Chris has mentioned them a few times, Chris, who submitted the question, uh, and I've always argued with him because I want the Hornets to get this guy. It's Mo Bamba. Um, he's just... he's. He does what Miles Turner does, but not quite as good. But he'd come at a much cheaper price. Mm. Like you could probably get him. Well, he's going to be a restricted free agent, but I don't think the Mavs are going to have cap space. So it'd have to be like a sign and trade type thing. But you move like a I don't know. The, the 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 issue with the Mavs is they don't really have many young guys either. Like they've got they've got Josh Green. That's uh, obviously moving Luca, but other than Luca. You got Josh Green, and that's pretty much it.
0: Yeah, Brunson um, was an old rookie, and he's been in yeah. the league well same amount of years as um, and now. So,
3: so that that would be the only other move you could make is a sign and trade with Jalen Brunson if you're not going to bring him back. Which I think if you can use him to get a better fit somewhere, for a, a player that's a better fit, then then you do that. Um, I think, but apart from. The Pistons, I don't know who else is actually super high on signing Brunson. All I've heard is the Pistons mentioned. It's definitely a sell high moment, uh yeah. for the Mavericks. They sure. F- with Brunson. It's yeah. Yeah. Sell yeah, high definitely. now. <clears throat> so yeah, I d I don't know I don't know who's after a Jalen Brunson type, apart from Detroit, and they can just afford to sign him out, right? So they wouldn't really send any assets. Um but if can you I- can leverage Jalen Brunson into a sign-and-trade type situation. I mean, fuck, maybe Indy's keen on him. Maybe Indy likes Jalen Brunson, and you can get Miles Turner. If you can do that, then do that. But Because um, I do notice that there are times when Luka tries to use, like, Dwight Powell inside, and Dwight Powell's just not that guy. And I agree with what you said, Carl, that Turner could be that guy. Um, You know, his whole thing in Indiana has been to – camp in a three-point line because there's always been another big so yeah um yeah uh, if if they can get turner go and get turner but i think someone like a mobamba is probably a bit more realistic
0: cheaper option similar player but cheaper
3: yeah yeah
0: mike your thoughts on the maps
2: yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna zag from what you guys saying about miles turner because i think the idea of miles turner is a hell of a lot better than the reality of miles turner i
0: i'll I'll agree to disagree on that but yeah yeah, i like it oh i know i'll (laughs)
2: I'll be in the minority on that i think how's he any better than paul zingas and paul zingas was a dud for them um i i don't think i rate turner as high as a lot of others do um i actually think the best um wingman for Luca is Scottie Pippen. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> ironically well, no, actually, I think I think his running mate is in the in the team that he's playing against now. It's Andrew Wiggins. I think that's that would be yeah. perfect for long that along, did cross him. my
1: mind earlier uh, to say and I thought no I don't need sure to say that.
2: I don't believe you. But anyway. <laughs> 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 um We're reading Wiggins too high in this podcast, guys. Come on. I know. That's the other thing. Here I am saying about... I don't write miles. (laughs) saying nice things about Wiggins. Wiggins. I know. What's wrong? Yeah. I don't know. What's (laughs) wrong with me? Uh, Yeah. I just... I don't want somebody who's going to take the ball out of his hands much. Uh, Mm. There's been occasional talk over the years about another handler or a lead ball handler. I actually wouldn't really want somebody to take the the ball out of his hands. Uh, But I think for next season... Their cap dictates that they're gonna hope on internal improvement. So they're gonna, yeah. I think they're gonna look awfully similar next season. The big improvement will be Tim Hardaway Jr. coming back, maybe finney Smith a little better. Bullock, I I really like that comparison. That heartless Aminu. Um, I'd never thought about that. It's so it's kind of accurate, eh? Between Bullock and finney Smith, I like that. But I, I think they'll be hoping for internal, even Brunson carrying it through. Um, their hope for change might be. The following season, when the cap clears off a little bit, been complicated by Bertrand's being added to that. You know, you've got a 10 minute a game. Well, yeah, because he's a 10 minute a game guy and he's getting 17 million next season.
1: It was a great sell high by the Spurs. (laughs) He
0: was like one of the best of all time, man. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So it it complicates factors. Uh, It's a complicating factor. So I think they look pretty similar next season and maybe a little improved. And then maybe after that, they can. The idea of maybe signing somebody, I, I, we, I don't know what his cap um, or salary situation is or whatever, but I just see him as a pretty ideal running mate. I think he's got he's one more he's year expiring.
3: Expiring next year. Yeah, oh, next season. Perfect. Expiring. Expiring oh. like thirty thirty odd mil, I think.
2: How ideal? Then there you go. <laughs> yeah, I just, I just thought, you know, he can. He's somebody who you could. He could get up a shot if he had to. He's not going to take the ball out of Luke hands too much. I don't think. I, I think it'd be. I do think it. It needs to come from the wing, uh, maybe before the post. Um, although, like you guys say, having somebody in the post who can put up something would be helpful. But
1: does he I kind of remind looking... you of Pete Harrison, Barnes? Who? Wiggins.
0: Sort of. He, he's sort more of skill. filling their their role, isn't he? That's yeah, that's the yeah. biggest. That's the biggest thing for me. Is how does Wiggins look outside this warrior system?
2: oh it would be a concern right it would have to be
3: we do have evidence uh, yeah (laughs)
0: these are the wolves Uh, yeah
2: yeah
3: i would hope getting out of the wolves with him better though like because that uh, it's it's, obviously yeah but no like what i mean is like it's obviously like i would hope that him the wolves were bringing him down rather than the warriors are bringing him up um up until recently the wolves situation was Shit, like they're just famous for for non competing. Like Kat was, you know, happy just being not mid, but unrealized potential. Um, they seem to have sort of figured that out now. I think the addition of Pat Beverly's helped helped that a lot. Put some some bastard in them. Um, so I would hope Wiggins, if he went elsewhere, would um, keep in this current form, like you know, actually playing deep, being a player of value, rather than going back to square one.
0: Yeah, if he, if he went to the Mavs and he played like the guy on the Warriors, like being mm-hmm. in that role, yeah, perfect fit
4: for, for
0: me. Another guy, another sort of young guy I was just thinking about now, um, Jaden McDaniels from the Wolves too on this Mavs thing. You know, athletic dude, can finish around the rim, but also can shoot from outside. He's going to hustle hard. A guy like that, I think too. That's would, a nice one, yeah. Yeah, it'd be really cool with Luca. I think the
3: he's
0: Wolves got some improvement
1: yeah. What about yeah. someone like Jared Vanderbilt?
0: Mm. Vanderbilt too would be would be nice. Oh, who? What other bigs? They had a slew of bigs, the Mavs, and now they all seem to be gone. Coley Stein's gone. Moses Brown still isn't on this team. Is, is he
3: still on the team? He's in Cleveland.
0: Nah, Cle- That's right. I'm just, just... so Paul Kleber. Is what about? I've got a name. Have? Oh, what they
2: had? Oh, sorry. Go on. It's right. What? Oh, I was just going to throw out a name. Um, what about Christian Wood?
1: Jesus Penis.
2: Mavs. Yes, Jesus Penis. <laughs> what an unfortunate name. What were they thinking? But, <laughs> is it? <laughs> on the maps? I think Houston might be really comfortable enough to move on from him, but I know he's not... Yeah, well, he's it's, got, a, he's got a team-friendly contract. Yeah. yeah.
1: It's, it's well, they're going to draft a bid
0: too. They're going to draft one of these bigs, aren't they? Surely. I think
2: like, they're going to look to move on from him. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I think he's about. I think he'll be available. I think he's got yeah. issues though. It I, I wasn't. Yeah, was not making any sense
3: there. Mm. I, I, I would just be curious if, if this team could get Christian Wood to play any kind of defense would would be <laughs> it would be interesting to see. Imagine
0: Jason Kidd would be like fucking screaming in him on the sideline.
3: Yeah, lucky well, that, Christian Wood's not yeah. a woman or Jason Kidd would hit. <laughs> <laughs> Touche the, the Throwback uh,
0: Yeah He's spoiling his on well. At, at, at the, Yeah Well let, let's segue he's a, a guy That we haven't None of us talked. Let's segue into the next question here where's, where's DeAndre Ayton Playing next season? Would Ayton be a guy That the Mavs could target On a signing yes. track? Who, yeah. who would Who
3: would I, I guess if, uh, in the sign and trade situation, if he's gone, then Phoenix probably don't care too much about the return. Um, oh, he he would fit great there for sure. Um, yeah, I, I kind of like that, and I, I like the idea of that more than the Hornets maxing him out. It seems 15. like something Mark All Cuban would thing. do as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah Mark Cuban's famous for hey, paying big guys. So where's this, this are the going to deop anyone.
0: <laughs> no thanks <laughs> no yes. thank you so where is Aiton playing next season what give a I'll go around here with you guys give us a percentage of him staying with the Suns JT DeAndre Aiton staying with the Suns next season oh this is your question too Mike oh, yeah sure go,
2: go
1: James 49% Whoa. I've come up with four potential scenarios that just ones I've written down so don't aggregate me on them um, so, first one, sign and trade for Gobert, as you mentioned.
4: Interesting. Mm.
1: Sign okay. and trade to Portland for Nurkic, uh, or sign and trade to the Magic uh, with them getting back Wendell Carter Jr. Uh, Wendell Carter, Cole An- sun's team would be him. Yeah, Cole Anthony, uh, which was mentioned on the Simmons pod, um, and the last one is Pacers as we spoke at length about how the, sure. the idea of Turner is not as good as the real thing, but T, uh, Turner and T.J. McConnell go back in the trade
3: to Phoenix.
4: Ooh, I like that one. Like yeah,
3: Indy, Indy were tried. They tried to get Aiden when the Suns first refused to sign his extension too. I believe um, I'm pretty. Uh, there was there was whispers of a, of a move to get him in, in Indiana uh, before the season started. Or was yeah, it just after yeah, the season yeah, they started? They were burner phones. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but yeah. Uh, the the indie one's interesting. Um, yeah, the, uh, the, beer the, one. the, the the yeah that, beer. that one. I wasn't expecting that. The ah uh, the idea of Wendell Carter Jr. playing in that Phoenix squad is amazing to me. I'm I'm higher on Wendell Carter than a lot of people. I think he's awesome. Yeah,
0: oh, an six man upgrade yeah. over over campaign. You know, yeah, at and season.
1: Shamit face. I've never been a fan
0: of Shamit, even though he had some good points during the season too. But I, I sort of like, I sort of like all those JT. I think you're sort of on the on the money, like Portland too. Like Dame needs another secondary sort of dude there. Yeah, I, I like that, and then they can plug in like your Josh hearts and, and see a Little, Simons. I mean. Surely that team's got to compete. I don't know if it's enough. Like they I don't can, know. they
3: can trade the the seven for Jeremy Grant as well.
0: Now, you're sort that's,
3: of a, that's a that's a that's a, a thing I've seen bandied around.
0: Mm, interesting for us to get the five in the same, but mm. another day for that one. Yeah, I like those. Um, eight, uh, Aiden, your percentage on Aiden staying on the same.
3: Ah, uh, I think it's about thirty three percent to be honest. Uh, like it's gone the 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 stuff at the the end of the season you know monty's a real calm dude and as soon as someone asked him about that situation he shut it down like in a real angry tone saying you know the shit's internal and we'll sort it and yeah it just seems like all parties are are done um the team that i thought about that i've seen they've got cap space and they can actually send a guy who fits what Phoenix were using Aiden for? Uh the Spurs uh send Jakob Pertle in a sign-in trade.
0: Hmm. I like that too. Uh, it sort of all makes sense. All these. There's a lot of teams there that Aiden can fit straight on and and make an impact, I think. Hmm, interesting.
3: Also um, the Pistons can just chuck a max contract at him. Nah too. no.
0: <laughs> I like Aiden, but not that much. Uh, Mike your since it's your question man what what's your yeah. percentage
2: well if he was unrestricted i think it would be zero percent but he's still restricted so i could see i mean i could see him coming back probably one more year out of chris paul and they just make a decision after that but even still i put it at 11%, <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> 11 percent <laughs> um how much 11.3 percent 11. i just think it just seems so broken in the last game and there's problems across the board and i just don't think they want to pay him anyway and they mm. they didn't want to pay him before the season and now look at what ha- what's happened mm-hmm. i just think it's even less of a chance i just like i think a lot of those options are really legit i just i like the mm. portland one because they still want to contend diluted or not they still want to put something around it still gives them uh, a young player. No, yeah exactly so if I had, if I had to choose, I'd say that I think the Portland option would be most likely because I think Nurkic also fell out a little bit of the rotation there. You know, just kind of mm. fell away. So I could see, them, I could see them swapping places essentially, uh, with whatever else needs to be built in to make it happen. I, I just, I just put the percentage low, percentage quite low. I really based on that last game.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna go twenty five percent. I think. Still with that, yeah, the restricted nature of it, and and it actually worked. Like they just failed big time in one game, well, a couple of games, but that one game, it just failed to fucking pieces. So I think, like, if they're smart, they try and get him back. And yeah, I don't know. I think he's cooling a little bit on some other teams though. So maybe the offers aren't out there as much as what we think. Um, well, I oh, hope yeah. for the Pistons' sake.
1: Or, or they they are happening, and it's, nothing's coming out about
0: them. Mm, that's true too. So, so all of us are on, on below fifty. So, not looking good for him coming back
2: anyway. Um, not, we'll it's not good for it's not looking good
0: for Sam Macy. No, no. <laughs> <Poor>. <laughs> Sorry. Well, as soon as that game happened, I thought of Macy. I was like, oh mate, <laughs> just feel for you on that one. That was just tragic. That game. But we'll continue talking about the Suns there. Hopefully, we're not rubbing it in. Sam, if you're listening. um, Yeah. uh, Question here from David. Uh, If, big if, if the Suns didn't lose so badly and actually won a chip, would they have brought the team back for a repeat? We sort of talked about that with Aiden. And does winning the championship change? I think it. The percentages go up, but I don't think that's necessarily a thing that happens all the time. Kawhi got the hell out of Toronto um, after winning a ring. So, yeah, do you think the whole team comes back? I, I don't think so, even if they went through and won it. And as part of Dave's question too, was Sava always going to do a soft reboot of the team? Yeah, well, he has before, so... You know, his track record is, is that's what he does. So to me it's well, no, nah, I think pieces will still change. What are your guys' thoughts on those things Yeah, uh, Mike.
2: It's a lot of variables uh into that question. It is a big if. I think I think if they win the chip they come back intact. Um and the and the Chris Paul age and contract probably dict- dictates the soft mm-hmm. reboot. Um, that I think that defines that timeline. Um, I mean, he, one of the other questions that David asked, that tied into that, is can CP three be CP three be healthy for another run? I mean, he's going to be back regardless, isn't he? Um, and I think we have another. I think he's got another pretty solid season in him. But how many times now have we seen that drop off? Um, mm-hmm. Not. Just, I know there's the conversation around the melt. Sometimes the perceived meltdowns, the CP three, but there's still. A bit of a drop-off right whether it's injury related or whatever and it happened again yep. this season so if they won the championship maybe it's one and out but a lot of variables in that tied into that question i, yeah. I, I don't think that i think they could because part of that question was would they regress or be better they'd be competitive for one more at the most before the soft reboot i think
0: yeah all around the cp3 for me as you're saying what it just yeah it totally changes everything if if he's just a shell of himself next year, just with age and stuff, it's, they're going to have to start that reboot like as quickly as they can because he's such a key piece to them. And yeah, then we've got the Aiton thing too. So to me, there's too many variables that you just I just can't see the whole team coming back. Uh, JT, your thoughts on the Suns?
1: Yeah, I think they'd certainly, had they made the finals this year, yeah, say so they got the chip, I'd say, yes, they'd stay together. They'd run it back one more year. Um, can't really disagree with the potential of that soft reboot. Maybe some minor tweaks to to the bench. Um, say so they'd be obviously competitive again, but probably top four in the West again the following season. I wouldn't be surprised if there was a, like that was their slight regression or if there'd be a little bit more. But not out of the playoffs. And then
0: yeah. Um, Aidan, your thoughts on?
3: That? Yeah. Uh so first I'll just say that all the talk of Chris Paul potentially falling off, Pat Beverly has a boner right now and he can't figure out why. <laughs> you should invite him on the podcast anyway. <laughs> <laughs> He'll be up for it for sure. Yeah, he will. Uh, a chance to slander Chris Paul, he'll be there. Um yeah. yeah, I think I think if they if they won the chip uh not only do i think they run it back i think maybe deandre Ayton gets paid um like it'll be considered like oh i I mean guess depending on how he played if they won in spite of him like if he stunked up the joint and they still won then maybe not but you know if he's a if he's a key piece in a championship team i think that's enough to make them go oh yeah we should probably pay him so Yeah, uh, yeah yeah I, I I do think they would they would run it back if if they they won the chip. The only thing I can think of that might it might change it would be if Chris Paul was like, "Oh, I got a ring, I can retire now." But I don't I don't see that happening from him either.
0: He's just got to eat some steak, man. Really, come on. Shit. Oh, vegan C. diet? Not a believer in the vegan diet personally here. So yeah, eat eat some meat, CP. It'll do you good. Um. Enough sons talk. We'll get on to a major, major question. Two guys that it, I think these are the two most talked about players of the last decade. JT's question here. Will <laughs> Phil Jackson actually try to trade LeBron and Key West? I don't know if you're taking it the, if there was a bit of seriousness. I didn't know the percentages of
1: Is this for real?
0: taking the piss or Do you or, know me? Yeah. <laughs> so I put it down anyway. 'Cause <laughs> I thought we'd be, I better ask it. So <laughs> it, would, in would anyone ever have the balls to trade LeBron?
3: Anyone? No. No. There's there's probably literal hitmen that are assigned to clutch. <laughs> that will that will murder anyone that tries that. Roll up on them. Fuck are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No. But
0: it could it could be Westbrook himself.
3: <laughs> well, if Westbrook's shooting himself, he's not gonna hit LeBron, that's for damn sure. <laughs> in all seriousness though, he's a guy
2: you don't you don't trade him and he won't get traded. The only other guy who was like that was Jordan, right? No matter what. It's just yeah. not getting traded. It's just not not in the realm of possibilities.
3: Yeah, not happening. Never
2: happening. Nope. nope.
0: Let's go to his first name as a part of this question, JT. Phil Jackson. How much does he get involved here with the Lakers, if at all?
1: I think he'll definitely have a hand in there.
0: Oh, Kurt Rambis will be in there.
2: Yeah.
0: Well, I Kurt reckon, Rambis hasn't left, has he? so
2: I reckon they but, hire Darvin Ham. They go one and nine in the first 10. They fire him and they
3: bring in Phil Jackson. You, to
2: just, set, Carl, out you, you
3: just set Aiden on fire.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I
3: I think I I think they should hire Mark Jackson. Speck. Oh, oh, that would just be an all timer wouldn't it? I I need it to happen. That would be the greatest
0: fifteen coach all time, like Glenn Rivers.
3: <laughs> that would be amazing. It, it would be literally the best possible outcome for me for this off season. I wouldn't perfect, care though. about He's anything perfect. that happened with Charlotte if the Lakers <laughs> hired Mark Jackson. I would be happy. It's like, if could trade LaMelo, I would still be happy. That it's... last part, I didn't mean that. Yeah. That's well, he I didn't think. make the shortlist. He didn't make the shortlist, right, of options. Yeah, I know. Uh, I wish. I, I I don't understand why there was such a a backing behind him on, like, Twitter and stuff anyway. Like, people are like, he's been blackballed from the league. No, he's fucking insane.
1: He's a weird <laughs> you know, really.
3: You he really made Steph
1: Curry. Piss. What's that? As he pronounces the word "elite" as
3: if it's <laughs> elite.
1: elite." Motherfucker, it ain't hyphenated.
3: <laughs> like he he made Steph Curry jump up and down on a surgically repaired ankle and said, "No, don't worry, God's got you." Like, <laughs> come on, man. I read that story yeah, too. <laughs> Some
0: elite training methods there from Mark mm. Jackson. He's he's it's almost too good to be true if he was the coach of the Lakers for me. <laughs> like it's it's not yeah.
3: like uh, perfect for It'd it be it's... too perfect and yeah. yeah. And I a note we're... that
1: I sort of wrote on this question. Yeah. Just for a bit of a laugh. You know, would he try and trade LeBron keep Westbrook? But as a note that they'd probably explore it but Westbrook just gets blindsided and gets sent to the Kings with 10 cents on the dollar. And as a hypothetical trade, they got like Holmes, Buns and Justin Holiday back. It'd be relatively helpful, but um, salaries wouldn't match. So I don't think it could happen, nor would it happen. That just as an idea.
2: Well, I just think uh, Westbrook is the ultimate ad- um, addition by subtraction player. So mm. literally anything you get back for him, I think, it's better than him. I just... There's a major negative at this point.
3: It it sounds like they're going to just roll with him next year because they've said they're not attaching any picks to move him.
2: Of course they're saying (laughs) that because I don't (laughs) think they've got any (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. no no one wants (laughs) (laughs)
3: it.
1: I'll give you a a seventh round
2: NFL draft
3: pick. Market dictates. I I think there would be a team trying to get off a contract that might be different enough, but I don't know. Like... There there was talk of Haywood for him and I, I would have I would have like cancelled my Hornets fan membership if that happened.
2: I would too. He's so detrimental.
3: It would be yeah.
2: terrible to bring him onto that team, even if it isn't a salary dump. Yeah, yeah.
1: Well I think the
2: two, like, the two teams
3: the of the
1: the Gordon Haywood fan club.
0: Yeah. Used to be. He helps the uh, the Hornets. Just going back to Westbrook, I think the two teams that would actually be willing to take on his salary would be the two teams that he's played for, OKC and and
3: Houston.
1: And they both required to Yeah. Yeah. If he went to Houston, they'd obviously send Wall back.
3: Yeah. Which would have Uh, made sense had
1: they done it earlier in the year, like like last season. But apparently, the um, I think Houston wanted picks attached, which kind of just.
0: Yeah, as you would, <laughs> well, you know. Yeah, like as you would. Yeah. Something. Yeah. So to me, it's um, just you're gonna have to roll.
3: Yeah, I, I I like how Lakers fans were like they were certain they were getting Malcolm Brogdon and Buddy healed for <laughs> for Westbrook, and I just yeah I, I love seeing Lakers fans' hearts broken. But, yeah, I I hate them.
0: They don't have any hearts. They're
3: so. yeah, the worst. They are probably the worst. They are They're, absolutely they are the, the worst. worst. No, I was complaining about actually, Warriors fans before, but the Lakers fans are the worst.
2: You know what? I, I have them ranked second worst.
3: The Knicks Wait. fans are the worst.
2: <laughs> because, you know, why? you know why? At least with the Lakers, they have some justification for their delusion. Like, they, they, <laughs> it's they true. Do, they do get all these star players who sign. They get LeBron. They get Shaq. They get X, Y, Z, whatever. The Knicks fans are deluded for no reason. The Lakers <laughs> fans are deluded for some reason.
0: Tibbs will change the has changed the culture there, Mike. I don't know what you're talking about.
2: Well, they he changed the culture for ha- half of them, one season.
0: Yeah, he, he wears thin pretty quick, Tibbs. <laughs> I don't know, you you know, they're still living in nineteen seventy one, Knicks fans like Yeah. Love the passion though. Love the passion. Got the Knicks. And it, they always have got Madison Square Garden. They always got that.
2: They do. So yeah. They
0: got, yeah. And sparkly. Um let's wrap it up on my question here. Something I've been meaning to talk in the podcast for a while, actually, this question, so I thought I'd throw it in here. Um, first off, are the Golden State Warriors a dynasty? And then for all of us here, how many dynasties have there been in NBA history? So, uh, Mike, let's start with you, man, on this one. Golden State Warriors, are the, is their current version of their team or that you could name a sort of Version or or amount of years this Golden State Warriors team are they a dynasty?
2: Yes, they are. They are because there's three titles in there, right? 2015, 17, and 18, and there's also For, I, for me, when it comes to this kind of thing, as part of the stretch of time, I mean, they may, I include like even making the finals because that sort of consistent, yeah, Winning. elite, elite, yeah. elite. Um, type of consistency is is really important for me so there's three titles there's two other finals appearances well there's going to be three another finals appearance uh in a few days right and they may well win it all again for me yeah absolutely they are
0: um yeah we'll do this and then i think we'll go the second part of the question for everyone after we will answer this first one hey jt for you this this golden state warriors team dynasty or no
1: yeah I don't really have anything further to add to what Mike's already said.
0: Cool, thanks for you.
1: Actually, probably the only thing I would say is that if people had any doubt, and heaven forbid if they did that against the Celtics, that it would confirm it for those people who just needed that to remove all doubt. Yep, that's a
0: good call, I think. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Aiden.
3: Yeah, it's 100% a dynasty. Um, I sort of... I looked up the meaning of dynasty to see if there was any sort of nuance. Uh, basically, for sports, it's it's a team or a player or person that dominates their sport for an extended period of time. And the Warriors, minus one rebuilding season, have dominated. Um, so, yeah, no, they're 100% of dynasty. Yep.
0: And I agree, too. They, they have to be. But three finals win wins two other appearances and most likely a third sustained winning over a period of time and as you say like elites winning like right at the end, the finals, conference finals is a minimum, you know, like making the conference finals. Um, as a sort of second part to this with Golden State, to me it's the their sort of run, there's sort of there's a point in which they they sort of started, and to me, is when they upset the Spurs before they won their first championship. That was sort of the start of this run. to right to now, and I think it's still going. Different teams over the years have had sort of different runs, some dynasties shorter than others, but this one's been quite a long one, so we're going back to 2015 here, so... Seven years to me, so I think the sort of minimum too. Like you look at LeBron's second iteration of the Cavs, there was four finals appearances, only one win. But like four years isn't enough. You sort of need a you need a bit more for me. Um
2: but, yeah, I don't think that's a dynasty.
0: Nah, like they had they made the finals every year for four years in a
3: row. Um, I think you need more than more success yeah. too. Like in terms of actual winning. Like winning one out of four, I don't think that qualifies. That's not a shot at LeBron Finals record or anything either. That like, in terms of dynasty, like they won twenty five percent of their finals trips. I don't, I don't know if that qualifies.
0: Yeah, I get. Yeah, yeah, you gotta, you gotta probably <clears throat> win at least half
3: of them, don't mm, you? Yeah, yeah, I think so.
0: Yeah, so like my LeBron's Miami team too. You could, you could say that too. There was four years, mm. um, made the finals, one two. It just wasn't enough. They need another year or two extended yeah. on top of that to make to, to qualify as a dynasty. Yeah, I, so, th- I
3: think another another year, another or another title. I think would have gotten that Miami team in there.
0: Well, I'll answer the second part of this first, um, since it's been my question. Obviously, the Bill Russell Celtics, mm-hmm. just total domination. Uh, the first dynasty to me. I don't count Mike Lakers. Uh, it just wasn't a long enough thing and, and for me, but that's a question, that's close to me, that one, Mike and uh, Lakers. Then to me, 70s, it wasn't really, even the later part of the 60s and going into the 70s, it wasn't really one. There wasn't really a team that, that dominated. The Lakers just failed against the Celtics so many times that as you just see, Aidan, mm. you can make it there, but you've got to win some. you got to, yep. you know, and the Lakers just never did that until Bill Russell was retired. Um, so for me, and then throughout the 70s, many different teams won. Um, there was the ABA, Dr. J played over there. So to me, there was only one in that first 30 years of the NBA history. Then, then there's two come up in the in the 80s to me. Birds, Celtics, Magics, Showtime Lakers, both dynasties to me. Uh, both teams made, playing against each other in the finals, mm-hmm. winning championships. You know, two of the best players of all time. Um, just sustained winning across 12 years, both those teams. So they're, they're my second and third. Then Jordan's Bulls of the 90s, obviously, six out of six in the finals. Not much more to say there. They're, they're the fourth dynasty. The fifth dynasty, which some people would agree, some people wouldn't. To me, it's the Spurs. It's just I would longer... disagree
1: with you on that. Yeah. That's an so absolute to... yes. Mm,
0: so definitely. we've sort of got two strong... Opinions here, this is my reasoning Why they are, they dominated Since the word, well dominated In the sense that when Soon as Tim Duncan come into the Franchise they won And then they won consistently Over the years, they just didn't put back To back championships, but they put Back to back finals appearances They won the most games out of any Franchise, you always had to beat them in the Playoffs to go ahead and win A championship, so to me it was just It's more drawn out. It's like a 15 Mm. to 16, 17-year dynasty. It's Tim Duncan's career, basically, with the Spurs. And then it ended on Zaza and Kawhi's landing zone there. So, to me, that was... Yeah, fuck Zaza on that one. Um, But that, to me, is the fifth dynasty. And then the Warriors now is the sixth. So, um, there's been some close ones, I think... Um, the Pistons both, I mean, I'm obviously biased, but I think they had chances. They they both won finals, and the second version, the going-to-work team, made the Eastern Conference one six times. They just couldn't put it together to go through. If they'd gone to the finals and won a couple of more, it would have been close, like six, seven, eight years of sort of really of of winning. Um, Bad Boys too just folded, unfortunately, um, but that late later half, of the 80s, early 90s it was a great team. Mm, um, just not
3: long enough, that one.
0: Yeah. Early 80s, late 70s, Philly and yeah, LeBron's teams. And also the uh, Shaq and Kobe Lakers, just, I want to call it.
2: How are it, they honestly. not? They won three straight.
3: As a three P. Yeah, I think the three P, you kind of have to. Like, I know it's a shorter one, but it's a three P.
0: Mm. Uh, it is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. To me, it was it's a it was right on the the cuff there, but that that short, but they did dom- They totally dominated. Maybe it was the way they fell out too against the final, and then they you know Shack moved on. But I, I, I'm not. I'm going to be easily swayed on that one. I'm yeah. I'm not too fussed if you want to call them a dice. JT. Let's go back to the Spurs conversation. I think I think you straight away said no on that one. So why on the Spurs?
1: No, I said, who would say no
3: to that? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. said, no, who would no. say we all, no? We, we all said yes. Okay, sweet. Definite, definite yes. Sir.
0: Oh, I thought you said no. I, I missed that part. Okay, no, that's fine. <laughs> what? <laughs> um, Any other teams in that Shaq, Kobe Lakers? Or would that be the, be the one?
1: I don't think there's really... Anything to argue there? I No, I don't think there's anything to argue there or offer a different opinion on. I think they're all pretty accurate. Um. Yeah, can't really think of another team that sort of matches any of those through those eras.
0: Yeah, there's there's no really. I mean, like you got back to back like the Rockets, but I did think about
1: them. But Mm. I mean, it was smack bang in the middle of the nineties. It was sort of a changing of a guard, right in the in the gray area of that. But I mean, going back to back is obviously an achievement but dynasty yeah nah
0: it's got to be more uh, yeah any other teams yours how about Mike no, and but... it's going back to them is your argument for them like the first original one or i think they won four championships just off they won... the top of my head
2: when they were minneapolis right they, they won, five. A... They won five. 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 five five and six think... years I like the call about having both in the 80s. I totally agree with that. The Lakers and the South Hooks. Sometimes the South Hooks get a little slept on in that conversation and they shouldn't.
1: Um, well, Simbo would definitely doesn't <laughs> let people time. forget about it. You
2: <laughs> know, and I, I, it's interesting having the little side note conversations about some of the other ones. Like The 04 Pistons team is my favorite team ever. It's not, oh, not quite a dog. Oh. Not, yeah, I know, I know. And welcome,
0: welcome back to this podcast any time. <laughs> I know,
2: I know, I'll be on. I'll be on I might even actually out. boot Aiden off office. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely love that team. Obviously, not a dynasty. I don't think that 89 uh, and 90s Pistons of the dynasty either for the same reasons that you said, nor the Rockets for the same reasons. They're, ba- they're back-to-back. It's not a dynasty. They're back-to-back champions. That's pretty awesome, but it's not a dynasty. I do think that the Lakers, the three straight, Plus the fact that, I mean, they made the finals. It is that sort of prolonged excellence, even though they get did get booted uh, 4-1, I think it was, in that finals. And like we discussed, yeah, the Spurs easily. It's at least 15 years because they had the first championship in 99, the last in 2014. But there's even a couple of years either side of that where they were, where they were elite.
0: Yeah, finals appearances, but yeah. Yeah. I think just going back to that chat Kobe Lakers, I think it's because they didn't make it was just three years and that was a, it. there was nothing really else. Like there's no other finals appearances or three championships
3: yeah. in a row. Like, I think a yeah. three P. I think that qualifies you like just Yeah. It's a three P, you
0: know? I'm
3: mean, so. right there.
0: Mm. Yeah. No. Nah, yeah. No, nah, nah, that's cool. I don't
3: I don't have I'm, any I don't have any other teams to add, but Whatever the opposite of a dynasty is, that's what the Sacramento Kings are right now. <laughs> travesty, <laughs> yeah, a travesty. Yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. Oh, Orlando, I uh,
3: have a word with you too. But <laughs> yeah. Not quite as bad as Sacramento. Oh
2: Wouldn't embarrass at,
3: at least? At least Orlando made the playoffs recent. Yeah, well, they right.
0: Finals appearance and
3: finals appearance. Yeah, just about fifteen yeah.
0: years ago. Right. So it's not that bad. Yeah, yeah. There's no one who so that so that would be seven. Seven dynasties in NBA history. Uh, the Lakers twice. Um, Celtics twice. Warriors. Bulls. And Spurs. Spurs. Yeah. Yeah. I think you yeah, were in, Yeah.
1: I'm happy with that. I think
0: that's some people... I think some people you would... You could technically
1: like, say the Spurs are twice because of Jevity.
0: Pretty much, eh? It all rolls into one. Timmy D is the constant. I mean, even Park and Ginobili, to a certain extent too. They just missed that um, that first little part of it. Do
2: you guys think, just as an aside, I just think Tim Duncan is one of the most. You know, when you talk about like the top ten players of all time, I just think he's one of the most slept-on guys. So soon after his career ended,
1: Very much so. Kind of like
2: him and and Hakeem. They are just missed out in some of the some of the conversations. Yep,
0: I agree. I I think. The people that know basketball and watch basketball know those two are that good. It's just yeah. really the casual, the real casual guys. Because like everyone says Hakeem's NBA underrated. Hipsters. Yeah. And yeah. like it's almost like everyone that we sort of like value their judgment on things know that Hakeem was fucking excellent. Um
2: actually that's that's a fair point. That's so that is true.
0: You know what I mean? It's just sort of the yeah, guys yeah. that never think LeBron's the king and yeah, just never Go back and watch Hakeem. Both ends of the court, man. Just, just a beast. Yeah, Timmy D, yeah, definitely, man. Like, I mean, when did he retire? Th- four, three, four seasons ago now? Mm. Four seasons.
2: Four. Oh, I just yeah. can't remember the year. you see that? That's the thing. It's
3: it's just 17? Just,
0: yeah. Oh, that sounds about right. It's not five. Yeah, it might be 5A inducted Hall of Fame. Um uh
3: 2016.
0: Oh, 16. It's been six years, so.
3: Jeez. Well, just a little bit of card
0: talk here. You can still get Tim Duncan rookies real cheap. He's an all time player, man. Just, I bought some ones that I like of his, so get into it. Get into it. it. Oh, five bucks.
4: Oh.
1: It also falls into the hipster NBA thing of speaking of cards, of how, <laughs> you know, I don't want to pay $50 for a card of Alex Pokachevsky. I don't know, but that's the um the potential the hype some people sell as and like I'm not buying a card hype. for potential.
4: Yeah.
2: It's all the hype. Market tickets, hype, hype, hype.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And you see it in other markets now too, which we won't get into, but you know, it's it's things start falling. They definitely do. Yeah. Yeah, poker cards will, yeah. Yeah, it's crazy, man. When you get a guy like Tim Duggan. All time great, like minimum. You know, like what's the lowest rank you like? He's he's definitely top twelve, definitely. Like oh, you yeah. have, there's no sure, answer. Yeah. top no ten
3: argument. even. I think I think top ten eight. is is almost undisputable.
0: Top eight. Yeah, eight, eight. I think he's eighth. If it is top eight, I have my yep. top seven. I think there's an undeniable seven, and no Kobe is not one of them. No, um, correct. Yeah, I've got my yeah. seven, and then it's like a, a group after that to me. Yeah. Yeah. yeah i
2: did, uh, and don't. uh, Tim's know. in there. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think you could put Tim, Hakeem, a couple of in there. But yeah, to me, it's that, that middle group of Larry Magic, Kareem, um, hang on, Bill. Bill. Yeah, this one, Larry and then, Magic. And Kareem, the obvious two. Yeah, well, Jordan LeBron at the top. Yeah, Shaq. Shaq's in that group, but he's behind, just behind. T- wherever you put Tim Duncan, just put Shaq, like one or two spots behind him. To me, you know,
2: you know, when would when would a, a great time to do that kind of podcast would be? Whenever it is that LeBron retires, to do like the top fifty in a podcast or something, and because then we now we would know now where LeBron's career ended does he take the number one squad or where does that conversation land? That would be, there's going to be some, some pretty crazy conversations when that's all said yeah. and done. Yeah.
0: All depends on Westbrook, eh?
2: All, all depends on Westbrook holds the key. Oh, yeah. God. He is, is the key he, to the game. He is, yes.
0: <laughs> You've solved your podcast. Yes.
2: You've solved it. Yeah.
0: Oh, Westbrook. Now we'll wrap it up there, boys. Thanks for coming on. Really enjoyed that one. Um. When's your next keys to the game podcast coming up? A fin- finals one, maybe, or
2: yeah, before the finals, a bit of a preview, I think, will be the- will be our aim.
0: Of the Celtics championship, there'll be a bit of a bit of a tribute there, JT.
1: Yeah, well, I,
0: if it happens,
1: if it happens, I'll try to be as graceful as humanly possible.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was a bit of a sarcastic tone on that one. So.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I will. Though. I mean. I won't completely pull down my pants.
2: It's going to do the podcast naked. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Lucky (laughs) it's a podcast. (laughs) Exactly. That's that's all I'll say.
0: (laughs) Yeah, luckily there's no video on this one. Uh, Cheers once again. Aiden, uh, I think you had a wrestling pod planned very soon.
3: Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure exactly when we'll get to it, but me and Twain are working on that. So that'll be coming up. I think we're, we're ranking Kendrick soon, too, I believe. Kendrick yeah, be, albums. Yeah,
0: going to rank the Kendrick albums soon. Obviously, final stuff, too. So, no, nah, plenty plenty to talk about coming up, yeah, in the near future. Cheers, Mike. Cheers, JT, for coming on. Enjoyed that Here's one. Else. And, yeah, cheers as normal, Adam. Yeah. Out.
2: Appreciate it. Peace.